Welcome to the prolific teaching ministry of Pastor Emmanuel Iren, lead pastor of Celebration Church International. It is his vision to partner with you for your progress and joy in the faith. Ready, set, grow. Hallelujah. Listen, what I'm about to share with you today is so important. It's one of the benchmarks of spiritual growth. It's not popular. It's not, when you th think about spiritual growth, people think of, oh, you walk miracles, you know the word of God. They, they think of all those other charismatic stuff. But what I'm about to show you is so basic, but so important. You cannot call yourself a mature Christian if you don't know this. And it's so simple. So simple. Hallelujah. And I'm, I'm, I'm just trusting God that I, as I share from his word, your spirit and your soul will contact the seriousness of what we are sharing. It's so serious. And it's a mystery that cuts across every type of spirit involvement, be it of God or of the devil. And I think I can say that the children of Satan understand this principle better. Say thank you, Jesus. So I want to start from something very simple. Look at Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13, it's a popular text, one that we've shared time and time again. In Matthew 16, 13, the Bible says, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? You see, it matters what we think of Jesus versus what the world thinks of Jesus. Who do men say that I, the son of man, am? Every religion has an opinion of Jesus. That's one way to know that he's really the way. There is no other religious figure that is honored in so many religions. One way to know the truth is that there will be so many elements of tr truth everywhere you look. But now he's asking, because it matters, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And then they started, hey, hey, hey. People always have rumors, rumors of men of God Rumors of, you know, even the genuine miracles will be exaggerated. Sometimes I hear the miracles people say I did, and I'm amazed. I'm like, wow. Do you understand? And if I was not secure in the workings of God in my life, I would deny that. I would actually claim it as if. I said, it didn't happen like that. Oh. This is what actually happened. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. I don't know how people just find a way to escalate these things. They just... So... <laughs> in I can give you a few examples. In, in school, I had something special that has not happened since then, by the way. I, I really don't like to say things like this because maybe I will even hear stories after I say this. So I had... 
what, what I will call a Philip experience, for those of you who understand. <laughs> so, some people heard. And my university also has a secondary school. So I was invited to preach in the secondary school. As soon as I got to the parking lot, one of the students ran to me. Before he said, good afternoon, he said, I want to confirm something. He said, I heard that you can disappear and appear anytime you want. I said, I, I was first shocked at the things I can do. And I said, no, sir. <laughs> it's not true. Praise the Lord. You know, another time something happened. Um, I didn't have a device at the time. And I really wanted to spend the night praying and worshiping. So I asked a friend, I said, can I borrow your eye touch? And he said, okay. And I had already walked so far before I remembered he didn't give me the passcode. So I said, ah. So is this how this device is going to be useless? As I was talking, I saw a screen before my forehead and I saw four digits. I said, ah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Is it what I'm thinking? Boom, 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 boom. Once. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Weeks later, someone came with laptop. True story. He said, I heard that you, <laughs> that you know people's password. I said, no. I'm not a thief now. He said, I forgot the password. I said, take it to Computer Village. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. But you see, it's the same thing that, you know, these things just happen. So now, People have different opinions about Jesus. Some say you are John the Baptist. I can never get over this one. You know why? Because John the Baptist was Jesus' cousin. <laughs> I mean, people, I can understand people thinking it was Elijah because some people thought Elijah was going to come again. But how could you think Jesus was someone who lived in his very era? So now this says, some say you are John the Baptist. Some say you are Elijah. Well, now he says, but who do you say that I, the son of man, am? That's the more important question. First of all, who do men say that I am? Then who do you say that I am? And Peter, full of the spirit, said you are Christos, son of God. And Jesus replied, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. He said, I say unto you, <laughs> you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Now, this is so powerful. There's so many lessons to learn from this, but I'm just going to try to stick to the text and what we're trying to emphasize today. So now, this is the first time the word church, ecclesia, is mentioned. And he said, upon this rock, upon this revelation, I will build my church. So, 
one of the first things we are to know about the church is that it is founded on the revelation of who Christ is. Who we are in him. What he has done for us. The responsibilities that we have in him. It's a revelation. This is what Paul was praying that you would see. That the eyes of your understanding will be flooded with light. To know the hope of his calling. The riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The exceeding greatness of his power. Us what who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And sat him at his own right hand in heavenly places. It's a revelation. He's praying that you would see. Because what has happened to you is spiritual. You don't relate with it or to it with your senses. It's a revelation to catch. Praise the Lord. And one of the most important things you learn in this revelation is that irrespective of who you thought God was, Growing up, irrespective of who other religions say God is, the Muslims say God has no sons. But the Bible says that He's our daddy. Now, that's a revelation to have that I've been called into a family. Ecclesia means called out assembly. Called out assembly. So I belong to a company now, more specifically, a family. And here is what you need. Okay, we'll come to that later. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. We're heading somewhere. Are you in Romans 8, 15? You are not there. Some people, by default, just, they just say yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank God salvation is by grace. Are you there? Yes, sir. Pam, 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 pam. <laughs> Everybody don't go leave you. <laughs> if salvation is by works, I trouble. Hallelujah. I play too much sometimes. All right, Romans 8, 15. It says, for you have not received... Listen, this is, this is the character of God. He wants you to know who he is. Who do men say I am? Who do you say I am? What type of spirit have you received? These are questions that he wants you to answer. And now he says, you have not received the spirit of bondage or gain to fear. He's describing the spirit that you have received. It's not a spirit of bondage, not a spirit of slavery. So your religious or spiritual devotion is not a, a master to servant kind of relationship. Even though voluntarily in ministry, we are born servants to his purpose. Do you understand the difference? But actually, in reality, it says you have received the spirit of adoption. What does adoption mean? It means sonship, whereby we cry what? Abba, Father. It's, now, this is a revelation to have. He's letting you know what you have come into. You might have read this so many times and it still hasn't dawned on you. 
the day it dawns on you, God is my daddy. The first thing is, a lot of false theology will fall apart. There are some things that you cannot believe God will do if he's your daddy. Praise the name of Jesus. That my daddy requires I must pay dues every month for him to keep blessing and protecting me. And the day he checked his account balance and so I had not paid dues. Robbers! People have weird views about God because of a faulty theology about their relationship with him. You might have had a bad relationship with your earthly father, but you see, your understanding about your relationship with God must be based on his word and his word alone. Are you with me, please? Hallelujah. God is not your earthly father. Tell that to the person by your side, please. You know, that's true for everybody. It doesn't matter how, first of all, if your earthly father was terrible to you, I apologize. But God is not like that. And it doesn't matter how great your earthly father was or is, God is better. Are you with me? He says, whereby we cry our father. So now, he's my daddy. He wants me to call him daddy. It's a mentality, a mindset to have. Look at Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. Getting somewhere now. You're going to get the point soon. Verse 14. I have to move slightly faster. It says, for this reason, I bow my knees. This is how revelation changes your prayer life. This understanding is changing his prayer life. So he's about to pray and see what he's going to say. I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole denominations, of whom the whole religious sects, of whom all the dioceses of our churches, what, what, what did he say? Of whom the whole family, where and where? In heaven and earth is named. This is a mindset. I belong to a big family now. Some are in heaven, some are on earth. I have brothers and sisters there. Then I have many on the earth too. It's a mentality. I belong to a huge family. Oh, wow. You see, so now I'm taking you on a journey. First of all, God is your daddy. But now, it's a family. And the father-daughter relationships are not the only relationships in a family. You have many siblings. Are you listening to me? And listen, the consciousness of God as daddy is as important as the consciousness of the person by your side as your sibling. Both are important to God. Both revelations are crucial. 
are crucial. Both teachings in the word are important. So look, just imagine that mindset of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So I, now I bow my knees, you know, you might call him many things. Sorry, I'm sorry. So, so, forgive me. You know, and all of that. All those things are great. Some people try to make jest of those things. You know, and, and, and it's, it's not true. I don't have time to talk about that. Praise the Lord. Some of them are incredibly biblical, especially when Isaiah says, or the book of Isaiah said, my ears are not deaf that I cannot hear you, or my hands shut that I cannot reach you. It says, your sins have separated you from me. So now in Christ Jesus, because he paid the price for you, and you are the righteousness of God in Christ, it's a powerful thing to say that God's hand is long enough to reach you and to touch you and to heal you and bless you. I'm talking about Oloog Boboro now. Uh, just, just side notes. Hallelujah. But of all those wonderful things, the revelation of the fatherhood of God, the fatherhood of God, listen, especially those of you who have lost the father or were still, the father is a listen, the Holy Spirit is making me dwell on this well. You have a daddy. Never call yourself an orphan. Never act like you don't have someone watching over you. You have an actual daddy. He is more daddy than any other definition of daddy you can ever come up with. Hallelujah. Now that's good stuff. So it says, I bow my knees, knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family, what a consciousness. This is family affair. <laughs> Some of you, your own prayer time is not family affair. Are you, this is a mentality. I'm about to pray and he's using family terms. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the father of my family. <laughs> So now, the, the, with that consciousness, there's a way you will talk. You will calm down. The person you're talking to cares about you. Sometimes I start my prayer with a sigh, like, like this is my safe place. This is my happy place. This, he cares about me. Lord, you know, I just, I, I, I thank you. Some, your prayer is, <laughs> is... How can I say it? You know all those computer devices that are programmed to give three replies, no matter the question? Or those doors that you press and they can only sing one song? Some of you, that's how your prayer is. Lord Jesus, everlasting Father, King of glory, and then you will keep repeating the same thing. I thank you, everlasting Father, King of glory, you know? Uh, give me another one. Eternal Rock of Ages. You know? Calm down. 
Talk to your daddy. Sometimes I'm just like, God, I'm not happy. I'm, not. I'm talking to a real person. Do you understand? Okay, what do I do? What do we do? That's prayer. When I'm alone, I hardly even close my eyes. Praise the Lord. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Time keeps running when you're having fun. Look at Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 21. These are some of my favorite verses. This is, the, this is the, the place where he says from verse 18, For you are not come unto a mountain that might be touched. So this is another verse telling you what you have come into. Because a lot of people don't know. He's letting you know you are not under Moses. Your devotion is not like the devotion of the children of Israelites, of Israel, under Moses. You are not come unto a mountain that might be touched and that burned with fire and unto blackness and darkness and the sounds of trumpets and the voice of words so that those who heard it begged that the words should not be spoken to them. It was a scary sight. Even Moses said, I quick. He was afraid himself. <laughs> Verse 22, but you are come. To Mount Zion, the city of the living God and the heavenly Jerusalem. Listen, this is a spiritual association, not just physical. Paul said, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Now he's saying, heavenly Jerusalem, city of the living God, innumerable company of angels. They might not be your brothers, siblings, you know, but they're by extension, the Bible says there are ministering spirits sent for to minister for those who are heirs of salvation. Innumerable company of angels. You will never be alone. Say loud, amen. amen. And then he says, to the general assembly, and hallelujah. He says, you are come to the general assembly. You, you have been called into an association. That's what he's trying to tell you. A lot of people view you know, I've heard things like salvation is personal. It's between you and God. It's not biblical. He's telling you, you have, you, you have come into a general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven. Hallelujah. And to the judge of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, we speak at better things than the blood of Abel. A lot of people, all they see when they read this is to Jesus, mediator of the new covenant. But he says, you've been called into the general assembly and church of the firstborn. This is so basic that when Paul was writing to the church at Thessalonica, he said, concerning love for the brethren, it is superfluous for me to write it unto you. It is superfluous. It's unnecessary. Like, the youngest believer amongst you knows about it. Do you get what I'm saying? That 
my association, my relationship with the father mandates my relationship with every other child that he has. It's not an option. It's a revelation. He's my daddy, and I have many siblings. Praise the name of Jesus. You have to start acting like it. Stop acting like an only child. Stop it. Hallelujah. This is so personal to him that he says, the way you treat the least in the kingdom is the way you treat him. Can I tell you something? No matter how a person likes me, if the person doesn't like my wife, we can only go so far in relationship. I can't be close to anybody who doesn't like my wife, except I don't know. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's nothing personal. It's, it's just a rule of life. Hallelujah. Because if you have not received my wife, you have not received me. Maybe even worse, my children. You don't. <laughs> it's, it's finished. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Is there anyone else who shares that idea? So you, you have to understand it's the way God sees it. It's the way God sees it. Look at 1 John chapter 2, verse 9. I didn't even plan to read this, but there are just so many texts that talk about this. So many texts. When you grow spiritually, your heart towards people will become wider. When your heart becomes wider, <laughs> you become vulnerable, people will take you for granted. But it's part of it. You can't love and truly love without standing in threat of being betrayed. Any love that keeps you totally protected was never love. You can't love without being vulnerable. You know, I don't know where young people get ideas these days. Some, when I see some things that I debate, you know, online, maybe all these young people's clubs, should your wife know your password? I'm amazed. I'm amazed. <laughs> By the way, that thing saved me just last month or two months ago. Because <laughs> my phone has facial recognition. So uh, what, what am I doing with pattern? What am I doing with passcode? I never saw the need to learn it. But somehow, I think, I needed to turn it off. It's an iPhone. Nobody turns off an iPhone ever. <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, I never used to turn it off. So I needed to turn it off and turn it on, and it was asking for passcode. Hey, I tried and tried and tried. It locked me out five minutes, locked me out 10 minutes. Locked me. It was getting serious. So I said, what do I do? Oh, my wife. So I called her. She said, oh, is this, 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 this. <laughs> I said, <laughs> Let me tell you, cheating is costly. <laughs> it, will cost, it will cost you your phone. 
<laughs> It'll cost you. It's too costly. Live free. <laughs> Peace of mind. Because now, all the options people were giving me, you know, they said, oh, you can still get the phone back, but you will lose your data. I said, my data. <laughs> Do you know what that means to me? Maybe my notes, my voice recordings, maybe songs that the Lord gave me. That's not an option. Hallelujah. If I was hiding from my wife now. <laughs> ah, I was so glad. Praise the name of Jesus. What we're talking about, laugh all you want, but it's so important. Are you in 1 John 2, 9? Read together loud as you can, one, two, go. Read it again, one, two, go. He that says he is in the light. This is how we discern believers. <laughs> you hate a brother, a Christian brother. Not that he's behaving consistently like a non-believer, you know. But all kinds of things happen in church. Not in this church, child. But people can beef in church. I, I mean beef. <laughs> it's very petty and very funny. Hallelujah. Some are so sensitive. The usher was passing envelope, did not give you. So I'm not coming to this church again. <laughs> I'm just like, why are you so spoiled? Where did you grow up? <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I don't know if I told, I think I've said it here before. In Lagos years ago, <laughs> there was this lady that came. A lot of people don't know. The ushers are human beings like them. And maybe carnally speaking, maybe they are even doing better than you. Because they are serving, you just don't know. You just assume that they are nobody. They are riffraffs. So this lady, and this is why it was even very touching to me. It was, it was a new church, so people didn't know. This lady was my elder sister, who loves the Lord so much, is serving in her younger brother's church, directing people to their seats. And she just tells someone, oh, can you sit here? The lady just carried that with eye dropped that, carried that. <laughs> so, like, do you know me before? Did I offend you? Did I snatch your husband? Is, that, is everything okay? <laughs> do you understand? Please sit here. Why? Why? Praise the Lord. <laughs> So when my, you know, and some other things went down, my elder sister came to me crying. I said, what, what, what kind of thing is this? Hallelujah. So I just said, mm. <laughs> praise the Lord. Glory to God. Say, thank you, Jesus. He says, anyone who claims to be in the light and hates his brother 
is in the darkness until now. Because this is a litmus test. One of the first proof that your heart has been changed is that it will be softened towards every other person that God saved. I don't know if you ever travel out and you, in fact, not even a Nigerian, just another African. Something will pull you to the person. How are you doing? Which African country are you from? You'll be, you'll be forming solidarity. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? Now we. Do you understand? The same thing ought to happen. You know, me. When, okay, I remember when I went for my youth service. I think as early as 5 a.m. we were meant to go for jogging. So 4, I woke up and I was kabashing. I didn't want to um, draw attention of other people. So I was just praying in the spirit on my bed. And I looked at the upper bunk. I saw someone under blankets shaking to her. I said, ah, my guy. Hey, you me? I said, finish, make I greet you. <laughs> you understand? Do you know what it means? To go to the bush to pray and see another person. The people will now smile, pass each other. You know? This is how friendship is forged. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's how it's meant to be. That's what the Bible says. Colossians 1.4, Ephesians 1.15, Philemon 1.4. All of them saying the same thing. Look at Ephesians 1.15. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love unto all the sick. It's like, it's one package. Faith in the Lord Jesus will always spur you to love the saints. Did you hear what I just said? Look at Philemon chapter 1 verse 4. I thank my God, making mention of you always in my prayers, hearing of your love and your faith, which you have towards the Lord Jesus and towards all saints. Not towards the Lord Jesus alone, but towards all saints. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something? You see the people sitting beside you. There is no connection known to man that is deeper than what you have in common with the people by your side. There is no, there is no connection that is deeper. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. And if you don't understand this yet, don't worry. Except if your family members are born again. There are some things that happen to you that they will hear last. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Especially when you want to demonstrate your faith. You don't, they will scatter it for you. They will hear it last. You will first call the brethren, people who can pray. People who can hear, who can see. Hallelujah. Have you heard the saying, blood is thicker than water? Ah, you are connected by blood, though. 
It is blood that brought us here. We were bought with a price. This is, this is deeper than biological birth. We have more in common than any blood brother or sister. I'm telling you the truth. Except, of course, they are born again. Hallelujah. It's a mentality to have. You know, I told you, the children of Satan know this thing. When someone joins a cult, you think he will be closer to you, his brother, than those guys. You won't know anything about him again. It's those ones that know everything. Praise the Lord. They understand fraternity better. If you touch one of them, you have touched all. Can we come to a point in a local church where one person's problem is everybody's problem? Hallelujah. If it was only my problems that keep me up at night, I would sleep well. Hey, you don't understand. You don't understand. This pastoring work. <laughs> that you finish preaching to services, counseling, visiting, preach somewhere else in the evening, then spend some time with the family you want to sleep around 1 a.m., then you get a distress call. Sleep canceled. Matabo. <laughs> Two weeks ago, because of the kind of schedule I had, I broke down. You know, I wasn't feeling good. Then I heard one news. I prayed from 1 a.m. to 4 with my feebleness. Eh? I held something because if I stood, I would fall. It's not easy. Oh. And it's not for pastors alone. That's our life. Do you understand? When the Bible is talking about the early church, and it said they had all things in common, and nobody considered that anything he had was his own. You, do you know what it means? You know, just the same way your brother can enter your room and go, <laughs> you got, you the wedding shirts, you know? You think I'm pain? You know? Hallelujah. Your best friends should be in your local church. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is so important. Can I tell you something? If you want to see more miracles in this local assembly, feel something genuine for the people by your side. When you do, when we hold hands, things will happen. There is something about compassion that causes miracles to flow. Compassion. Compassion. <laughs> Let me show you a few things in the life of Jesus. <laughs> Look at Luke chapter 11. Luke eleven twenty-seven, And it happened as he spoke these things that a certain woman from the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast that nursed you. You know, as Jesus was preaching, she, she just got carried away that men... The mama will born you special. Oh. Said, blessed is the womb that bore thee. You know, there's, there's a particular religious sect that needs to hear Jesus' reply. 
They've, they've not read it before. Now, they were suggesting the person who gave birth to Jesus is special just for giving birth to Jesus. They were wrong. Hallelujah. Yes, she was blessed amongst women. But she needed to place her faith on that child for salvation. <laughs> Mary, did you know that the child you delivered will soon deliver you? It's a song, not a song. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 28. But he said, more than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. You know, another time he was, he was preaching and they came to say, uh, your mother and brothers are looking for you. He said, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Jesus. <laughs> hey, God. He said, he looked at the people listening to the word of God. He said, behold, my mother, my brother, my sisters, my siblings. Now, that was the mentality of Jesus Christ. He meant it. Hallelujah. He meant it. He meant it. He meant it. Build Christian relationships with people who love the Lord. Let me tell you something. Many of the habits in your life will just die once you change your association. All your close friends, you are the only one who is trying spiritually. And you are wondering why you have problems. You just come from church, you go and hang out with them, all of them are with their girlfriend on their lap. And you are wondering why you are battling sexual temptation. You are wondering. Because you are there, you are speaking in tongues, but all of them are kissing. <laughs> no, these things need to be said. So why is it that all your friends... <laughs> I don't know why people are laughing. These things need to be said. Praise the Lord. You've, you've never had a friend that suggested prayer after you hung out. That you, all your friends, when you tell them problem, they cry. <laughs> he broke up with you. <laughs> crying friendship. That's all you have, crying friendship. No friend who, do you understand? Can, they don't spoil you up to anything good, either spiritually or in life. They have no ambition, none. Only good for FIFA. They are, that's their only gift. No. Praise the Lord. The Lord is speaking to someone here. Hallelujah. 
Ah, God has given me good friends. So. Did you hear what I said? Thank you, Jesus. You know, I told you, I broke down, you know. As I was there, my wife did not even say anything to me. She just saw me down. She just put on YouTube healing scriptures. Just kept it playing and walked away. Mariwello. <laughs> you know. And then as I was there lying down, said, one of these texts said, and your health shall spring forth speedily. I jumped up. I said, yes, in the name of Jesus. That was it. I said, bring my food, please. Hallelujah. Some, some of your friends, the small faith you have, they will destroy it. Hey, the doctor said what? <laughs> the doctor said what? He's not boy low, he's cancer. He's can I've watched a movie on this thing before. It's cancer. As it's small like this, you start swelling. Those are the type of friends some of you keep. Praise the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Look at Mark chapter 10. Hallelujah. What you're about to read is so important. First of all, the popular interpretation of this text is wrong, so I have, to, I have to put that out there so that your mind will not stray when you read it. Verse 29 of Mark chapter 10, it says, So Jesus answered and said unto them, Assuredly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and for the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this lifetime houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecution. <laughs> Just so that you are clear what he's talking about. <laughs> and in this age and in the age to come eternal life. You see that? Now, it's trying to tell you the kind of bond which you have. The children of the world, hey God, they stand up for their own. They support immorality vehemently. Why all this hate against Tatcha will give you 50 million? That's how they act. That's how they act. That's how they act. The cultist network is so strong. The ones who are up the cadre, career-wise, they help the other ones coming up. That's how they act. Now, there are people who are kicked out of the house because of their faith. You know, I read a story about a young girl in Pakistan. The moment her father discovered she was a Christian, the, fa the father himself tried to kill her. Just entered the house, pounced on her, and was squeezing her neck. Ran out, no place to go. 
Praise the name of Jesus. You know what the Bible said? He said, every such person should reap hundred. That if you lose your earthly father because of Jesus, you will have hundred people waiting to check on you and to take care of you. Hundred houses, impromptu that you can enter. Sorry, I was kicked out of the house. It, it, it shouldn't be a problem. That's the kind of bond we ought to have. Are you listening to me? Hundred sisters, hundred brothers, hundred, hundredfold. That none of us will lack a place to lay his head. This is Jesus talking. He was talking about persecution. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. That it won't, you won't even think twice about it. Oh, your daddy said you won't pay your school fees again. If, except you denounce Christianity. Ah. Just put on the WhatsApp group. Do you understand? We raise it fast. If we don't have the money, we sell something. It's important. Is that important? Are you listening to what I'm saying? There are needs a brother should have. That if you don't have the money, you sell something. You sell. One day I will tell you the story of how this church got here. You think, <laughs> you see, young people able to pull together something great. The pastors, <laughs> one time wanted to parent, said, so what do we do? I brought my TV. Pastor Mike brought his iPad. Pastor Gideon brought his Samsung tab. We said, so we're calculating the word 50, 70, gathered it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I had one suit, very nice, it was a gift, very expensive. Sold it straight. The resale value was 35,000 at that time. Nice, neat stuff. Hallelujah. Did all that so that people can hear the word of God. We've done more for the sick too. Done more for the needy. There are some things we might not really put on the WhatsApp group, put on IG, you know. But I think there are at least six people on full scholarship in this ministry. At least six. When I mean full scholarship, I mean including feeding allowance, IT, all those things. School dues. Praise the name of the Lord. That's how it's meant to be. I'm not saying it so that you will clap. That's our life. That's how it's meant to be. Glory to God. And start behaving like that as the Lord prospers you. I've seen many people, trained people, especially in the Lagos church, and I'm teaching you this now. The moment the Lord began to prosper them, they just, you just pick someone in the church. Help the person. Maybe someone the church has been taking care of welfare. You just say, okay, I'll handle this one. Many do it anonymously. You know. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. Say, so that's our life. So start thinking. Maybe you've been a part of this church since we came. You still don't have a friend. 
You don't have a friend here. Then the church is growing. Do you know that it is easier for you to keep in touch than for me to keep in touch? Some get angry at me that they didn't come to church and I, died, and I didn't know. Do you want to kill me? <laughs> for God's sake. Hallelujah. Some, you know, can't you anticipate how busy? You know, I went to my DMs today just to try and reply messages. And some were difficult to reply. How can you come to my DM and say, hello, sir, and keep quiet? <laughs> so you now expect me to say, how far? Then you now say, fine. You, you think I have time for that? <laughs> Won't you talk what you want to talk? Then I will reply, hello, sir. Did they teach that one again? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. I mean, people don't even have to ask. You just watch. You watch. Ah, this brother has only one shoe. And without making it awkward, find a way to solve that problem. That's the way you should start thinking. Listen, I am teaching you the way of the blessing. When the Lord knows that the resources in your hand, they always flow, you will just discover more ideas, more opportunities, more will keep coming. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Have you learned anything? Are you going to practice what you learned? We're going to talk deeper on this as we progress in the month. And my prayer to God is that it is something people outside will notice about us. That our bond is real. Is real. That you will not be like the senseless people outside who have not Christ. You know, those ones, if, if the guy is coming close to a girl, it's because he wants to date her. Hallelujah. That you can say hello to a lady in church with pure mind, for God's sake. I will still find the time to talk about that. I've been watching some of you. Your own handshake is from elbow. I'm watching you. You speak in tongues and you are shaking like this. Praise the Lord. I'm watching you. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's a way to handle ladies. Anyway, I'm hoping that for our fifth anniversary, fifth wedding anniversary in November, we'll be able to have a program and talk about things along those lines. But were you blessed today? Yeah. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Jesus. So your prayer list must change. There should be people in this church that you pray for. You pray for. They don't have to know. Some is in heaven they will discover. You take their matter up. Some, you just discover 
that when somebody is missing it, you will know. You will know. This brother. <laughs> this girl that he has been moving with. Pastor may not need to know. There are some people, you take it up on yourself, by yourself, to follow them up. Hallelujah. When a first-timer comes in here, ah, do you know, do you know, God said we should go into the world and teach all nations. Then people are now coming to us. And you don't take it seriously. You take it seriously, on your own, guys to guys, ladies to ladies, please. Do you understand? On your way out, oh, you're here for the first time. How do you do? You know, uh, what do you do? Which way are you going? Can I give you a lift? It, you don't have to be a part of the follow-up department to be involved. You assimilate them. You help. You pray for them. Praise the name of Jesus. Take it seriously. Show yourself to be a friend indeed. Don't let them tell you something in confidence. Then, they, then the whole church knows about it. Don't be like that. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. All right. I just want you to squeeze the hand of the person by your side gently. Hallelujah. You know the meaning of gently, Abby. Hallelujah. Close your eyes. And everything that you would usually pray for yourself, pray for that person. And pray from your heart. Thank you for listening. We are sure that you have been blessed. For inquiries, reach us on our helpline 0809-996-7000. Blessings.